All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Fellas, huge news out of the NBA this week. Brooklyn's got their their third musketeer, if you, if you want to call it that. You got James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, two other big names, Karis LeVert goes to the Pacers. And Victor Oladipo goes to the Rockets. All right, I'm going to start with this question. If the Nets don't win the NBA title, is this a bust of a trade? Hadley, go ahead. 100,000%. I mean, this is a dynamic trio. We've had a dynamic duo just, you know, win the NBA finals and Davis and LeBron. Right. But having a trio that's this good, I mean, as long as Kyrie Irving can uh, not be a weirdo, right. uh, <laughs> this looks like it should be an easy path for the Nets. So yeah. I would say absolutely it's a bust. bust. They don't win. Yeah, Sporty, do you think it's a bust? Yeah, so you got the three trifectas, <laughs> Irving, Harden, and uh, Durant. Right. But there is one downfall about the trade. But I have one dilemma about the trade. What is that? Harden is not a team player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that could be a huge you know, aspect of this trade is that they're all kind of for themselves in a way. So it's, it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of spread the love and accept, you know, not scoring, you know, 30 points a piece from each one of them. See, they'll have to take some turns and distribute the ball and stuff. Which I don't, which I don't think Harden's going to do. I think he'll be scoring 40 a game. Is which it? will decrease points for Irving and Durant. Yeah. I mean, I guess time will tell that. So, um, you know, heck, the Pacers, I mean, that, that's a good that's a good pickup for them. I think, you know, with the pieces that they have, adding Karis LeVert, um, you know, I think they're going to stay hot. Hadley, do you think do you like Karis LeVert going to the Pacers? I mean, you know, you, you lose Oladipo, but... Do, do, you know, we, Kev, we have a wild cat in the house right now. <laughs> trying to tame him a little bit. But, I mean, for the, for the Pacers, Karis LeVert is way better than nothing. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, um, yeah. A step away from being a star. So, I mean, you take the shot on him. Yeah. Hope that he can get there, and I would say he probably will, especially with that good of a cast around him. Mm-hmm. I think it was perfect for them. Yeah. I mean, I think they can easily be a top, you know, four. four. He's, they're definitely top five team in the East right now, which, you know, right. uh, leads me to my next question. So, do you think, right now, do you have the East or the West overall being the better better conference? Sporty, what do you think? West or East? I mean, a competition-wise? Yeah, like top to bottom. Like, what, what do you think is better competition-wise? I'm going to go with the uh, East, I think. <sighs> All right. Go ahead. Explain. I want to hear this. I want to hear this thought process. Um, I, just, I think the uh, teams overall, I think they're not so spread out. Unlike the uh, West, I think they're more, more compact, more, so, more close for games. So you're saying you're saying the top teams, even though the East has some, you know, lesser teams, the top teams outweigh the the, I guess. Uh, the depth of the West, in a sense. Yes. Okay. So, Hadley, I think I think we both kind of share the same answer here. I'm assuming you're going to pick the West. Yeah, I mean, Jared, our good buddy Jared Kutz from Chalk Talk, uh, he brought this question up to us, and I just I am very much a believer that the top teams in the East might be better. Like, for example, I think the Nets may have a better roster than what is this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I think 
Kings as the Nets, um, who are just a lot better than any team right now just because of that, that trio. Um, but, I mean, the Lakers aren't very far behind. They have two dynamic guys in Schroeder and Harold. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're let's not act like they're not already a practical super team in my opinion. Right, yeah. Um, but if you go further down the list, you got teams at the bottom like the Nuggets, who are just a fantastic team. I mean, even the Warriors, who are a fringe playoff team, mm-hmm. I think they're better than, say, a Magic, who will probably end up making it in the East. Yeah. So I think I would say that the East might be a little more top-heavy and a little better than the first four teams. Right. But I think as you go deeper, I think the West is better. Right. It's it's like once you get past the, the top four, top five East teams, it's like then who do you rely on to be that you know six, seven, eighth team? There's not really a... A lot of depth there with, I mean, as opposed to the West, you, you go, you know, outside the top four. You got a lot of teams who are right about even, but they're still pretty solid basketball teams. Um, you know, just looking at it, I would put probably the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, and Mavs probably in the top four. And then right after them, you got, you know, teams like the Suns, the Warriors, uh, the Pelicans, if you want to throw them in there. So there's definitely a lot of a lot of depth going on in the West. Um Sporty, told me here. Here are your power rankings. You got the Nets, the Lakers, the Celtics, Nuggets, and the Suns as of uh, two days ago. Um, you have the Suns at five. Do you think they're going to stay hot throughout the whole season, or is this kind of just like a, a hot start to begin the year? I, I, I think they're going to kind of got pretty good book to play with uh, Chris Paul, Booker. Right. Yeah. So. Throwing the bench guy in there, Cam Johnson. Yep, Cam Johnson. Yep, he's he's into it pretty good as well. Uh, Hadley, you have the Nets, Lakers, Celtics, Bucks, and Clippers. Um, I basically have the same order, except I have the Lakers and Nets switched. Um, do you think that you know? I know we just talked about it, but do you think the Celtics and the Bucks have a shot to knock off the Nets, or is this basically just I, the Nets to lose? I mean. Like we've kind of been saying, um, that trio is really, really good. But I mean, you got three guys that really want to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think Durant going to the Warriors, he was the guy in those moments. I'm a huge Steph Curry guy, but he really did take the back seat and kind of let KD go to work when, when they needed it. And it worked. Right. And that's what the Nets are going to have to do if they want to win championship, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when they're playing teams with Tatum and Jalen Brown and a really good team, KD's got to be the guy in my opinion. I think Harden and Kyrie are great players, but it's KD's team at the end of the day in my opinion. Right, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, if I were to, you know, predict the final, I think obviously, you know, safe picks probably, you know, Nets, Lakers, um, like we've been saying, as our top two teams. So we'll have to see how, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, Irving does moving forward here and see if he actually shows up and contributes and is a team player. Um, so we're going to move on to some NFL news. We got uh, you know three big hires here in the past couple days. Urban Meyer to the Jaguars, Robert Sala to the Jets, or Sala, yeah, Saleh. I don't know. I heard Stephen A. Smith say it differently, so I don't I'm not sure, but we'll go with Sala. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Stephen A. Smith. So. <laughs> um, and then Arthur Smith to the Falcons. Um, what do you think the best hire overall was, or is so far in this uh, this season of the NFL coaching carousel? Uh, 
Sporty, do you think Urban Meyer is the right fit for the Jags? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Jets hire. Jets hire. Oh, you're going to go with the Jets hire. Okay. So, I, I think uh, he did a nice job with the uh, San Fran defense. And I think he'll uh, turn that Jets, Jets program around. I think they'll, I'm guessing, we're going on a limb. They will finish this year at 500. Oh, oh wow. Bold, that's, bold statement. All that's right. bold statement. So, he will turn the team around. All right. Right. Do you think the ja- uh, think the Jaguars have? I'll set the win total at five and a half. Do you like the over or the under for the next season, fellas? I like the over. I like the over. I think they're going to get six or seven wins. Six or seven wins. Padley, how about you? I'm gonna take one, like the point five under. I'm I'm gonna go five and eleven. That's it's a building season. Yeah, um, that's a fair record. Um, I'm gonna you know what? I'll, I'll take the. I'm gonna say they finished six and ten. They were in a lot of close games this year. Um, I think I mean drafting Lawrence will help, but I mean obviously that's not gonna be you know the whole turnaround. It's gonna take a while for them to get to five hundred, but. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be more competitive this year with a quarterback. They got Robinson, um, and hopefully they can pick up a couple, a couple other pieces um, to get to that to, to get to those six wins. Hadley, who who's your uh, best hire out of these three so far? I have been waiting for this one for about two years now. Robert Sala is going to turn that franchise around mm-hmm. so fast. That guy is electric. He's got a guy. That specializes in holding him back. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If that's not passion, if that's not electric. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. He's gonna be the guy that just changes everything around there. In my opinion, the defense is really what held them back. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Raiders game. You're on a cover zero, with how many seconds remaining on like a third and ten or something? Like. Right. Their defense just couldn't get it done. Right. Um, I think Sala changes that. I think he comes in. I think. You know, he gets his pick of Zach Wilson and Fields, in my opinion. I think he's going to take Justin Fields, mm-hmm. who's going to be a great player. Um, I think they're going to run the table uh, on their standards. You know what I mean? I yeah. think five, six wins is very much a winning season for them Yep. Um, at this stage in the rebuild. And I think they're going to get it done two years from now. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think as long as they have a good draft, the next two years, I think they're going to be a team in the best yeah, they next should, two years. They should be pretty solid. And he seems like a very disciplined guy, and I think that's what the Jets need is, is, is some structure and some discipline um, within yeah. their football team right now. So, so yeah, I mean, I definitely could see, you know, the Jets getting to 500 um, within the next I'm, – I'm going to give it two years. I could see them, you know, getting to 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, I would also like to speak on Irvin Meyer. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Not a good hire. Not a good hire? You don't like it? Not a good hire. I, I'm i not a huge fan of sending guys that were successful in college to the NFL. I think they're very different games. Look at how Harbaugh's working out Yeah. for Michigan. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they've been okay, but they haven't been, you know, the guy was a stud in the NFL. There's some guys that are meant to be in the NFL and some guys that are meant to be in college. Right. I think that Urban's someone that's meant to be in college. I think that a guy with heart problems... Um, deciding to join a team that just went one and fifteen probably is the best idea. Right. Um, it's probably not going to be the best for his health when they go four and twelve next year. Mm. 
Um, I think obviously I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be fantastic, but I just I don't see how that works out very well. I don't see them going higher than eight and eight in his whole tenure there, and I think he gets fired in three years. Hmm. Full take. That's my take. Full take. All right. Um, wait. So go back to the college coach real quick. Um, do you think? Because here's an interesting one. Pete Carroll. Do you think he's more of a college coach or an NFL coach? That's a great question because he's been amazing both. Right. Um, but in my opinion, he's truly a motivator. Yeah. He's probably more of a college coach that got put into a very good situation mm-hmm. in the NFL with a one of the best defenses we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would have been pretty hard not to win that. I'm not saying Pete Carroll's not a great coach because he is, but I think he's a motivator and that's – that's mostly why they were winning. I don't think it was his brains necessarily. Yeah. And then, I mean, not that this was, you know, 100% his fault, but, you know, when you have Marshawn Lynch at the one-yard line, right. you, you can't yeah. you, you can't throw a slant. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I watched him turn Russell Wilson um, into – he seemed like he was going to be on pace for maybe the most touchdowns in the history of the NFL. Yep. And then as soon as he kind of tried to take the ranks over the offense um, – they started running the ball more. Russell just looked awful. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely wouldn't consider him much of an X's and O's coach. Yeah. Um, so continuing with the NFL, we're going to recap um, some NFL playoff games from last week. Starting with, we'll start with the, the Steelers. I just want to get this, you know, just kind of touch on this and, and then move on with this because it was just, you know, rough overall. Um, <clears throat> you know, when you have five turnovers, um, you're definitely not going to win the game. Um, there's a couple, you know, key plays in that game that, you know, really kind of that could have turned the game in the Steelers' favor. Um, but overall, I think when, you know, it, it's more frustrating when you beat yourself than when, you know, you lose to a team that's just straight up better than you. And, you know, the Steelers beat themselves up on Sunday. I don't care what any Browns fan said or has to say. The Steelers definitely, you know, they lost that game for themselves and they deserve to lose with how poorly they played. And, like, I don't think the Browns – I mean, give the Browns credit. They moved the ball running running the ball down the field and stuff, and, and Baker did make some nice throws. But it wasn't anything too special where I, I can firmly say that the Browns are better than the Steelers. Um, I know they're in probably prevent defense, you know, a good bit of the, you know, game just because they knew Ben was going to throw the ball. Um, you know, first play of the game, snap over the head. James Conner, he's got to fall on that. He, he kind of like was hesitant and went off to the side and was kind of looking for Ben to fall on as well. I couldn't tell if James Conner slipped or what why he went to the side, but he, he's got to fall on that right away. Um, you know, Ben's got to probably make a couple better throws. Um, Johnson's got to catch the ball on the tips pass. It was intercepted. But the number one play that really did not sit well with me was the fourth and one going into the fourth quarter. Um, you're down two scores. I know your defense was, was playing well, but you can't rely on them to make yet another stop in the game. So I, I think that they need to go for it there. Um, and ultimately, I think not going for it on fourth and one kind of sealed the deal for them. Um, glad Feekner's gone. It's going to be interesting to see who they keep. I think you keep Ben for – you can keep him for probably another year, let him finish out his contract, and then move on. I don't want to see him go um, just yet until you know his contract's up, and then we'll see moving forward. They definitely need to hire a better OC uh, to get things going because when you finish last in the NFL in rushing, you know something's got to change. 
But anyway, um, and without you know your two key stud uh, defensive players, um, that's also going to hurt you. But anyway, um, Sporty, what was your take on the game? Uh, I'd say first play of the game is bouncy snap ball with a big Ben Pettis to turn the whole game around in the Cleveland Browns' uh, favor. I'd say just just one play. Uh, the Steelers couldn't really get in the rhythm. Um, Steelers in the game, Housey snap were they were pretty high. I yeah, Big Ben had a jump for a lot of the snaps. Uh, they just like I said, overall they didn't have a. And they don't have they don't have a running game. I mean, yeah. they had corners for a touchdown, but other than that, he, Cleveland shut them down. Um, just in terms of running the ball, passing the ball, you know, usual drops. Yeah. They weren't overall. They weren't they weren't mentally mentally there. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so they, you know, you can't so, con- you can't establish a run game when yeah you know, you're down twenty eight nothing because you have your forces put the ball in the air. So. Um, Pretty sad with Big Ben passing for 530 some yards, I mean, 65 times. Yeah, still, 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 still is the, yeah, still is the game. I'm curious to see if they sign uh, James Conner in the offseason or if they're going to let, let him go. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what who who goes and who who they resign. So it, that's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, I think they have a good group right now. It's just they just got to execute. But I know you know with money issues and stuff and cap space, you can't keep everybody. So It'll be interesting to see what they work out. Hadley, what were your thoughts on the game? I know, you know, not the biggest, you know, fan of the Steelers, but uh, just go ahead and give a couple of uh, points about the game. Well, okay, it brings a smile to my face. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> it, uh, it, this might, that 28 to nothing score on the scoreboard might have been the happiest I've been watching a Steelers game in a long time. Uh I, you guys are 100% right when you say that they uh, shot themselves in the foot. Yep. Um, I would say the Browns are a good team, but if we're being real, I still think they're the worst team in the AFC to make the playoffs. Um, I think they're a good team. Right. I'm, not th- I'm not taking that away from no, them. Yeah. It's just a loaded AFC this year. I think they were definitely the worst team in the AFC playoffs. Uh, um, he's, he's um, yeah, but the Dolphins didn't. The Dolphins did they, not make, they the make the playoffs. They would have been the worst. Yeah, yeah. They would have been the worst. Browns are definitely uh, better than Dolphins, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but and by the way, Browns beat the Colts without Darius Leonard Stanza. So yep. Browns fans, please do not bring that up. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, they shot themselves in the foot. They were in the game for themselves. Pucks go burst. Pucks go burst. Pucks go burst. Yeah, basically. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day. Ben throws for, I believe he was one short of the NFL record for most pass attempts in the game. That's yeah, pathetic. I, I know. <laughs> um, to do that in January is just awful. I don't care if you're down the whole game. That's awful. You got to be able to establish some sort of run game because, mm-hmm. you know, they were down 7 nothing at one point. They were down 14 nothing at one point. Yeah. If, if, you, if you're not throwing the ball there and you're trying to establish a run game, you're not creating turnovers unless Hunter fumbles, which is way less likely. Right. Um, over looking at their off season, there's no reason Connor should be back. He's been a twig. He's been a really good story for the city of Pittsburgh. I, I'm not taking that away. He's a great, great story, mm-hmm. but he's not putting up the numbers that you need. I think you've got great running backs coming in, like Najee and Travis Etienne, that you could easily take with your pick. Right. 
Uh, I don't see how you re-sign Connor, period. Other than that, they have a good team. I definitely say Ben needs one more year. Just the, you know, you can draft a second-round quarterback, see if it's a bridge year, see if you like him. Yeah. Uh, but there's no reason you just cut Ben right now. It doesn't make sense. It, right. It, it, it's not good for the city of Pittsburgh in general. Yeah. There's just going to be people that are outraged. I mean, um, yeah, that's... And also, getting rid of, getting rid of Feature was maybe the best thing that's happened um, in... Hundred years for you guys. No, well, and and get, guy, getting rid of Haley too. That was. <laughs> I I, I I was always a Todd Haley uh, guy personally. I always liked him. Towards the end of it, like he had some questionable. Yeah, plays, his his that. situational play calling wasn't the best. But right. but his, his but the he's the one that transcended the idea of Ben Roethlisberger suffers a broken nose every game. Right. Yeah. Let's make sure he's getting rid of the ball. Yeah. So I I give him credit for that. But right. He, yeah. he wasn't that good either. Yeah. Um. But overall, you guys, you guys make some right moves in the offseason. You'll be right back to where you were. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I don't want the Steelers to get rid of, you know, Juju or James Conner, I can understand where save money. Um, they might need to do those things. I'm hoping, you know, they don't get rid of those two. But, um, you know, I understand it's a business, you know. But uh, I'm really hoping. Regarding that... Juju, I'd bring him back. Yeah. I would. I yeah. mean, he's, he loves Pittsburgh, man. He's. He's still young. I know he's a little bit of an idiot, um, but he's got so much heart for that city and for the team. I don't see how you get rid of him. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, there's two people I would like. You know, the Steelers maybe look at as an offensive coordinator. You know, just promote Matt Canada. Um, he's the current QB coach. Um, or you know what? Go offer Alex Van Pelt. He just had an excellent, you know, game plan. Um, once, I mean, not that they, you know, had to score a lot and had to move the ball down the field a lot, but his situational play calling, you know, ultimately helped the Browns secure the win, even though, you know, their defense right. wasn't playing as hot. So I think if they can look up through those two guys, you know, granted, who knows if Van Pelt would even want to leave, but, um, those would be two good guys to look at. Um, Colts Bills. Have I got a question for you about, uh, the, the Colts situational play call right before the half. Would you have kicked a field goal, or did you like them going for it on fourth fourth and goal? Well, um, you know, in the moment, it was it was a cool idea and all, but at the end of the day, you're in a playoff team. Uh, I say you take the points. I've always been one that says don't take points off the board when yeah. you have them. Mm-hmm. You have a kicker that's practically automatic under 30 yards. Um, I, I don't see how you didn't just take a six-point lead and trust your defense to keep it to that going yeah. to the half. Ultimately, momentum swings on a play like that. Momentum is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that definitely swung their way as soon as that happened. They go down, get a few, you know, super close no-drag calls. I mean, like, Gabriel Davis was oh, yeah. within centimeters of being out of bounds. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't like the call personally. I like Frank Reich's aggressiveness mm-hmm. on, like, fourth and one, fourth and two. A lot of times with that that particular time, I didn't like it very much. Yeah. So, and then, you know, other two important games were the Seahawks and Rams and Ravens-Titans. Ravens did a, you know, pretty solid job of containing uh, Henry, and the Rams did a good job of limiting uh, the Seattle offense. I mean, I know they got the pick six as well, which helped them. Um, Sporty, out of the Rams and the Ravens as, you know, two lower seeds, um, which team has a better chance to win this weekend, in your opinion? Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens. 
I think their defense is playing better than the Rams, and and uh, I think Lamar Jackson. I, I know he's never played the step before. I think he still can be a factor in their offense. Right. Uh, Golf isn't really much of a runner. Uh, plus, I don't. I mean, he played well last week. Right. I mean, they're going up against, you know, a, a really potent uh, Packers offense. Right. And not that the Ravens aren't going up against a good offense, but, um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's going to be tough for either team to win. But, yeah, I do agree that the Ravens probably have the better chance out of the two to, uh, to win this weekend. So, um, looking at the two games tomorrow, we have Packers minus six and a half against the Rams. And the Bills, who are minus two and a half against the Ravens, um, Sporty. Do you think the Rams? You think they can keep it close, or you know, with, with the bye week, can the Packers kind of spring it open in the second half? What, what do you think? How do you think the game's going to go? Uh, it almost it's going to come down to uh, is Aaron Donald really healthy for the Rams? Right. Yeah. For the def- for the defensive line. Yeah. I think he went out with a what was it? Ribs, ribs or, yeah. If he's fully healthy, I, I think they can stay in the game. If he's not fully healthy, I, I think uh, the Packers will win by three or four touchdowns. Oh, jeez, Hadley, what what are your thoughts wow. about that game? I'm the opposite. I think the Rams have a really good shot to win this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is. In my opinion, the best quarterback I've ever seen play. I'll stand by that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. That Rams defense is really, really good. They made Seattle look like a Pop Warner team. <laughs> and I just I don't see them not doing it again. It's like like you said, Aaron Donald needs to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, he's he's the heart and soul of the defense. But Heck, you got Rams- side, Ramsey. Ramsey. Yep. You got Darius Williams <laughs> making pick sixes like. What were you saying, Kev? I was going to say, yeah, I, I just mentioned Ramsey. You got him on the defensive side, so he's, right. he, you know. Um, what do you think the final score is, Hadley, of this game? I am not going to take the Rams, even though I should have last week. I'm going to say Packers win 38-35. I think, I think the Rams score a lot more than people think. I think their run game is going to just – Carve up the Packers defense. They've been bad against the run all year. Okay, all right. So the Rams cover the spread, but the Packers win. Sporty, what's what's your score prediction? Uh, I'm go with Allie, but I think you're gonna have a. I think Kate Maker just had kind of a huge game on the ground. Uh, he had, he carved up this Seattle defense. Uh, I think he's gonna cover up the Green Bay defense. I think they're gonna come up uh, shorter. They just don't have enough weapons. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think Green Bay is gonna make. Uh, more than enough free and outs for the Rams. I think they're going to win. Packers will win. No, 34-21. Yeah, see, it's it's interesting because, you know, you got the Rams who can defensively shut down the Packers, but, you know, the Packers' offense is just really, 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 really good. Um, I like the Packers here 31-27. to um, I do think that it's going to be a close game throughout the whole – the whole game, all four quarters, but ultimately the Packers hang on to win this game. Um, Bills and Ravens. You know, we've talked about, you know, you got to shut down Diggs in order to win. And, you know, he still went off uh, against the Colts. Um, 
fellas, we'll start, Hadley, we'll start with you. Can can the Ravens, you know, ultimately shut down Diggs? Um, I think you can slow him down. I don't think you can shut him down. He's too good. Uh, I think the Bills win by thirteen. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go twenty-seven fourteen. Um, uh, yeah, I just think Diggs is too much. I think Beasley's too much. I just think that offense is really good. Although the Colts played a heck of a game against them, I think that's as much competition they get until they play Kansas City. Hmm. So yeah, Sporty, what's your uh, what's your prediction for the game? go with an upset here. I'm going to go with the uh, Ravens with the upset on the road. What's the final score? 20, uh, 28-24 Ravens. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go with I'm, – I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens as well. I like the Ravens to win. I'm going to say 20 – we'll say 28-27. to 27. I think the Ravens get a late touchdown to, to knock off the Bills. Um. Yeah, to, to Hadley's point, it's going to be of kind of slowing him down, not being able to shut him down. Um, that's you know ultimately going to you know dictate whether the Bills stay in the game or not. Um, but at the same time, I think <clears throat> the Ravens' run game, the rush attack, I think they're going to get it going, um, and that's going to keep them in the game. I mean, obviously, if you can force Jackson to throw, that's that's better than you know having their run game going, but. Um, you know, as, as Troy Livermore said, once said on this podcast that, uh, he's not too confident in the, in the Bills, uh, rush defense. So I'll, I'll take the Ravens here. And then our other two games on Sunday, we got the Chiefs, uh, minus 10 against the Browns and then the Saints who are minus three against the Buccaneers. We'll start with the Chiefs game. General question, can the Browns... I don't want to insult them, but can the Browns keep it close? I'm saying within two touchdowns. Hadley? No. Sporty? Just no. I mean, Kansas City's <laughs> too good, man. They're yeah. way too good. Yeah. Sporty? I think they can. I, I think uh, I think their offense is going to be their offense is going to be, but I think their defense is going to get bored down, but I think they're going to cover the spread there. What's your, what's your score prediction, Sporty? You said it by 10? Uh, yeah, Chiefs are yeah minus ten. I would say it's going to be. Uh, I think the Browns score late touchdown. I think it's going to be 33-24 final. Jeez, Adley, what's your score prediction? Late touchdown to cover. Thirty-eight <laughs> seventeen Chiefs. Yeah, wow. I, I, I like wow. I like I like the score of like forty-two to forty-two to seventeen Chiefs. I mean. It's. I think the Chiefs. They're gonna be. They're gonna be ready to go. They're gonna put up the points. Wow. I don't think the Browns can. Think, don't get me wrong. I think the first quarter ends, <clears throat> and you're thinking, "Wow, can the Browns really do this?" Yeah. But the Chiefs just turn it on, man. They turn it on when it matters, and I think second quarter on, it's just gonna be incredible to watch the Browns. Right. Their defense. They can, and like we said, they can score how they want to when they want to. So, right. um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I do think. Um, it could be close, maybe you know, throughout the first quarter, but then once that second half starts, it's it's going to be all Chiefs. Here's the big game that I'm looking forward to here because you got the Saints and the Buccaneers, uh, two historic quarterbacks, a lot of weapons on the offensive side. Um, Saints kind of struggled against the Bears. Uh, the Buccaneers, you know, they couldn't seem to close out the game against the football team. Saints favored by three. You know, it's always 
tough to win at the Saints. Um, Hadley, who do, you, who do you think wins this game? This is by far the toughest game of the weekend. Um, I'm going to take Tampa just because I don't think it's a very easy thing to beat a team three times in a year, especially the way the Saints did beat them. I think Tampa Bay comes out and gives them a really good game. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go Tampa Bay 27-24. 27-24. Sporty, who do you think wins? I think Tampa Bay's going to win in a shootout, high-scoring game. What's your, what's your final score? I mean, I score. I'm, I'm saying 42-35. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Um, does Kamara does Kamara have uh, can he get it's gonna be the Breeze versus Brady show. Yep. Does Kamara have over two and a half rushing touchdowns? Yes, he won't have six like he did in the in the in the May have three. I'll say he'll throw up three touchdowns, but not not more than three. Yeah. Uh, see see that's a tough game because I have the Saints going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but I really like the Bucks on offense. Hmm. I think Tom Brady. I think I think they'll have to uh, with Fournette starting. I don't Ronald Jones isn't playing again. So. All right. Man, that's that's a tough one. I like the Saints to win. We're gonna say we'll say thirty four twenty eight. I'll just take the Saints. I, I this is going against this is going against everything. Like Hadley said, you know it's tough to beat a team three times. Buccaneers offense is really good. Man, but I think it's just something about the Saints. Uh, at home, um, but honestly, either team could win, and either team had, could end up going to the Super Bowl. So, um, I do think I will say now. I, I do think the winner of this game ends up going to the Super Bowl. I think they can beat, um, you know, either the Packers or the Rams. I mean, honestly, anybody out of the NFC could honestly make make the Super Bowl. Um, but if I were to pick, you know, between. Packers, Rams, and then Saints, Bucks. I think the the Super Bowl um, contender for the NFC is going to come out of the the Saints Buccaneers game. Um, so now we're going to go back to uh, basketball, looking at specifically college basketball. Big Blue put a spanking on Wisconsin the other night. I think they went on like a thirty six to three run at some point, and you know we were saying how Wisconsin was going to be a top dog, maybe to knock off. Uh, Gonzaga, but Michigan, heck, you know, they're undefeated. They're looking really good. Um, they beat, I want to say they beat like three top 15 teams by 19 or more. Um, Hadley, give me your top right now. Okay. Give me your top five, uh, college basketball teams. Yeah. So I would say at this point in the year, I'm not going to necessarily fall for the records yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like a Michigan, they're kind of no, they're a really good team, but I think towards the back half of the season they start to fall off a little bit, so I'm not quite buying that yet. Right. Uh, I would say one uh, is pretty definitively Gonzaga. They've looked lights out. Um, two, I'm going to go with Baylor. Okay. And then from three on is where it gets really tough. Three, I personally think Iowa is still incredible, so I'm going to go Iowa. Oh three. yeah, yep. Um, and then I'm going to go with Texas at four. They've okay. been a really good story with Andrew Jones. Yeah. Um, and then at five, I know they're only number 14 in the rankings, but I'm going to take Illinois. I think they're still a heck of a team that's going to compete in March. So that's my top five. Okay. Sporty, who, who are your top five teams? All right, my top five. Yeah, I got the uh, Dodgers at number one. 
All right, here's, here's two. <laughs> uh, number two, I got the big blue at number two. Okay. Uh, number three, I got uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. All right. Uh, number four, I'll go with uh, Texas. Texas, okay. all right. Number five, I'm going to go with the uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Ooh, Texas Tech, yeah, I mean, heck, they just knocked off Texas, so yeah. They just knocked off Texas the other night. Yep. They were down for 39, 39 minutes, but they came back and won, won by two points with two seconds left. Mac McGlung transferred from Mac Georgetown. Bush. Yep. He stared down the Texas bench. Yep. <laughs> um, Unbelievable. Yep. My top five. I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Um, obviously, you know we talked about their schedule. You know, Pepperdine kept it close with them last night, but then you know second they, half. They, yeah, they keep it close. They got, they got blown out. Yep. So uh, I'll I'll go Gonzaga one. Just by the way they're playing right now, I'm going to go Michigan two. I think they're really hot and they're they're looking good and they're they're winning big. I'll put Baylor at three, um, Texas at four, even though they just lost to Texas Tech. They're still playing some pretty solid basketball. And then I originally had Villanova at five here, but I totally forgot about uh, Iowa. So I'm going to put Iowa at five. I think uh, I think Iowa has a has a pretty solid team. It's interesting because, you know, um, they're a team that uh, – they can they can really fire the three ball. They can they can hang in the game. I mean they kind of live and die by the three if they're not working it into Garza. So I mean they can put up a lot of points. Um, but it's also interesting that you know Gonzaga they had a tremendous um, non conference schedule and they and they played well and they and they beat up Iowa. So um, it'll be interesting to see you know how far Iowa can go and uh, how much of an impact Garza and the rest of the team can make. So um, but besides that. Uh, Give me, give me the one game this weekend that you guys are looking forward to. Hadley, we'll start with you. Um, honestly, you're talking college basketball, right? Any, anything this weekend. Anything. It could be oh, okay. NFL. Any yeah, any uh, game. Any game. I'd say the game I'm looking forward to the most is probably Bills and Ravens, even though I think the best game is going to be uh, Saints and Bucks. Yep. Um, and while we're on the concept, of uh, Bills and Ravens. I want to give you my Hadley's Hammer of the Week. All right. Um, let's hear I'm it. hammering a Cole Beasley anytime touchdown score. Okay. All right. I think Diggs and Marlon Humphrey is going to be tough to score in the, in the end zone. Um, John Brown's not doing much. I think Cole Beasley finds his way. He squiggles into the end zone. <laughs> Take that hammer. It's all day. I'll give you I'll give you another hammer. Uh you hammer the alternate spread of this Chiefs game, okay? You manually put yes. in 13 and a half Chiefs, okay? Because they're going to win, and they're going to win big, all right? So that's where you now, can— what are the odds on that, Kev? I, no. I, off the top of my head, I do not know. Um, but that's definitely, you know, a good payout if uh, if you change the spread to, to 13 and a half. That's all I'm going to say, so— Definitely ham- I agree with you. I ha- hammer that too. Hammer the Chiefs to win by two touchdowns or more. Sporty, do you have any uh, mortal locks or, or hammers this week of, of uh, picks? Yeah, I got I got a huge trifecta. What what is it? What's your parlay, what, parlay. what's your what's your trifecta parlay this weekend? Uh, the three parlays is you uh, lower the spread of Kansas City. 
Okay. Oh wait. So, so you're saying to, so lower the spread. Yes. To what? Seven or six, and take Kansas City. Okay, so okay, so six and a half to the Chiefs. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, lower spread the Chiefs. Take them. Take the uh, Ravens to cover. Ravens to cover. Okay. And take the uh, oh, and you take the Buccaneers to cover. So you lower the spread with Kansas City. Take them. You take the outright of the Ravens and the Bucks to cover. So yeah, so even heck, sport in your in your terms, you could even take Ravens Buccaneers money line, and that that, that would be a nice little payout too. So yes, it would. Yes. Um, sporty, what's what's your game of the week that you're looking forward to in the NFL? I'm looking, I'm looking first. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Michigan alum Tom Brady versus uh, Purdue alum Drew <laughs> Brees. The Big Ten battle. Yeah. Michigan and uh, Purdue. No, that's that's that would be a doozy matchup. Uh, yeah, have you kind of took the words right out of my mouth? I was gonna say I'm looking forward to the Bills Ravens game because I think that's gonna be an interesting game. Obviously, I think you know, like we said, the Saints Buccaneers is gonna be a better game, but it, it's gonna be interesting to see um, how well you know Lamar Jackson plays this weekend and if uh, the Bills can keep it rolling and, and win another playoff game. But hey, don't sleep. I'm gonna say this right now: don't sleep on the Rams. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on them. All right. But continue to sleep on the Browns. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Sleep on them hard. Hammer at Chiefs. Speaking of Chiefs, Chiefs by 13 plus, plus 115 odds. (laughs) I mean, you're doubling your money. Yep. Hammer them down. Cole Beasley plus 245 on a touchdown. Hammer him now. It's any time. You got all game to worry about it. Those are the hammers of the week. Hammers of the week. Mortal locks. The, the, hey, I guess. Don't count out Baker. Hey, don't count out uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Come on. No. I think he plays like Hulu. Baker yep. Mayfield this game. I yep. don't think he plays that well. Yep. Oh, he will. He so. will play well. Right. He's got to keep up with uh, Mahomes. All right. Yeah, that's that's not an easy. That's not an easy task. PWT. Time yep. will tell. Time will tell. That's right. So. TBA, buddy. Yep. TBA. TBA, buddy. <laughs> So next week, next week we'll be back to uh, you know again give a recap of uh, this week's uh, NFL playoff games. Um, well, so heck, who knows? Uh, with the NFL coaching carousel, something else might pop up this week. Um, so we'll uh, break down all the action and we'll send her next week. And uh, Chalk Talk is out. <laughs> <laughs>